This is the Zach Ansbury Show. Welcome. Today's podcast clip comes from an interview with Simona Bronzi from RAA. We've spoken like uh, quite a bit about RAA at the moment. Um, like, uh, but you've also had other parts of like your career beforehand. What do you think has been one of the biggest challenges that you've had? So we, I, I told you that I was going to bring this up. Like, is there anything that you've looked in hindsight? You're like, oh, I wish I hadn't done this. Or, you know, in hindsight, I should have done it a different way. Like, is there, is there something you can point to? You're like, you know, um, and, and then what have you learned from it? Like, how have you moved forward from that? That's a good question. Um, I think, and this isn't specific to marketing, but it's something that I've learned throughout my working life. I've been working since I was 14 um, in hospital and then obviously after school getting into the more corporate side of things. But I guess just how I sort of react to things. Um, I think I'm, I'm a very sensitive person and um, I have had to learn to form a bit of a thicker skin and, and learn what is worth worrying about and what to let go. I think that's been a, a personal challenge for me, but something I've definitely um, managed to work on really well throughout my career. And that probably comes with age as well. Um, and I think sort of a, a work challenge is just having to always be switched on. I think that um, working in marketing or any sort of corporate job can be really like mentally um, time consuming and it can be hard to, and we talked about the work-life balance thing as well, but I think just thinking all the time is a big challenge and just having to keep on top of so many different things. Yeah, sort of managing those multiple priorities at the same time. Yeah. And um, how do you, do you sort of keep like a to-do list or yeah. how, how do you keep track of your I've day? got multiple to-do lists. Um, <laughs> I, I use Trello. Trello is a really good one for organising stuff. Um, I have a board for work and I used to have a board for uni when I was studying and I have a board for my house and um, for my wedding planning, like everything that needs organising has a Trello board and it also has a spreadsheet. Um, and then I've also got like a Word document um, to-do list and they'll also do a written to-do list daily yeah. to make sure it's not too overwhelming or like break it down into like five things. Yeah. Five things I'm going to do today. Yeah. <laughs> Are they, yeah. Is it for the achievable things? Because some of them can be like, um, this is like a three-week to-do thing and yeah. I don't know. I don't well, know about yeah, you. I guess yeah. that's, my other, my Trello board is like longer term stuff and then my, oh. my Word documents kind of everything that's on the go and then my my written one will be, okay, these are the things I really need to get done right now yeah. and then once I've got them done, I can reassess how much time I've got left. So you're kind of filtering them from, yeah, big to small scale and yeah. you know, long term to today. I think that's not yeah. so bad because yeah, to-do list can be frustrating when you just want to tick it off, but you know it's another yeah. week of work, but you know that yeah. in order to get that work done, you need to do, say if it's writing a paper or whatever, you need to write yeah. you know, two paragraphs or finish off this section yeah. or something. Okay, that and I guess that's actually another challenge is um, working with so many different people and teams often means that I want to cross things off, but they might be stuck at another like department or um, at another bit in the um, process that I don't have control over in that. Um, yeah in that point in time so yeah I guess just 
another one is managing my own personal expectations of myself. Um, I am very self-critical. I think that we're our own worst critics sometimes. Um, and I think, yeah, over time I've had to dial that down a bit because it's just not sustainable. Yeah, I think so. Especially, um, I used to work with a guy, he'll be on the podcast in a few months, um, Armando Corsi. So uh, he's, he's an Italian man. He's an Australian citizen now as well. Um, but, you know, his big thing he keeps trying to tell me is it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, and I'm like, you know, that's very true. And I think I've kind of come up with my own hybrid and I don't know if it's working yet or not, which is it's a series of sprints. And it's kind of yeah. like, and it's kind of like interval training. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm not running a marathon because I, I'm not a long distance runner and I'm definitely not a sprinter because I'm not super fast, but I can go further and quicker than other people if I sprint and then break and then sprint and then break. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I'll have like those bigger weeks that are really quite intense and then I'll let myself off a little bit of time and not feel guilty about it because mm -hmm. I know like I worked late. So like I was here till was on campus till about 11.30 last week. And then the next morning I just slept in and didn't arrive till 11 a.m. And I didn't feel guilty mm -hmm. in one iota because I was worked an extra five hours the night before. And so I'm like, well, I'm yeah. kind of two hours under today. So I'm kind of still up five. And so I kind of see it as that sprint break, sprint break. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you do something similar? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I. I think it's taken me a while to get to that point because before I was like just on full sprint mode 24 yeah. seven. Um, but yeah, as I've gotten older, I've also, I don't have as much energy anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I hit 25 and well, I'm 25 now, but I think the last year I've really noticed that um, I just have to have that downtime. But yeah, I think there's definitely um, some weeks that I'm super in the zone and really productive and then there's other weeks I'm just like like get me to Friday like I'm just crawling there um, and yeah I guess it just comes back down to like okay am I like taking time out for myself um, and just having that self-worth but I think we're human like we can't be productive 24-7 like it's just not how we're built yeah I read the other day that um, Albert Einstein took three 45-minute walks every day. Yeah. yeah right. um, for some reason, I was researching him, part of some secret project I'm working on that I'm not even, no one else knows besides me. I literally haven't <laughs> told anyone. It's super secret. No one I know works with knows about this. Now I'm going to get all sorts of questions. Then like, Zach, what's this <laughs> super secret project? But yes, I was looking at um, all sorts of people in that area. Um, but yeah, I thought that was quite interesting and I think around Princeton or something, there was like a specific route he used to go through. Um, yeah, he's an interesting man. Um, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? I'm obviously getting a little bit being tired. Being human and can't be a productive 24 seven. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's been a long week already and it's only Monday and can't yeah. be, can't be productive 24 seven. Um, but you, you are right. You do need to have that time and you know, that exercise we're talking about earlier, that meditation we're talking about earlier. And I think just having something else to do in your life besides this, like, I mean, you mentioned you were wedding planning. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not super invested in that right now because I'm, I'm also building a house. So that's yeah. taking up most of the, <laughs> Um, outside of work time <laughs> at the moment. 
Yeah. Um, and we've run out of money at the moment, so we're just going to have to get through the house. So. How, how on earth are you managing those two, like, just ginormous, like, just huge scale projects at once? Like, I know a girl who's pl- planning a wedding, and that seems to be quite hard. And yeah, I know other people who have built houses, and they find it's very stressful. And compounding the two doesn't seem joyful. Yeah, there hasn't been much wedding planning happening. Um, I got engaged in June last year, and for a month we were like super excited wedding planning and then in July last year we got our land well we um we had a nine month settlement on our land so it only actually just settled but we we sort of put our deposit down and started that process on our land so then we were kind of like oh well that's um a better use of, of money at the moment um and the reason that we ended up buying a house last year was because we were going to go to Europe for two months last year uh, yeah. and then that didn't happen so we had some money into a house yeah yeah I think that's the case for a lot of people at the moment um house prices are still a bit sad that I probably Mm. won't get to do that big two-month year trip I think it's kind of a last bit like a last opportunity we kind of had to do like such a big trip um almost like our own little gap year yeah that's okay we'll get there one day yeah I think so Europe's not going anywhere yeah it'll be there for a while congratulations by the way Thank you. Um, yeah, so last year was huge. Uh, finished uni, got engaged, building a house. Yeah, that's <laughs> a phenomenal year. Now, I don't know how this year is possibly going to com- <laughs> compare. I'm happy to chill out this year, to be honest. That's yeah. that whole, like, can't do everything all the time. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah, wedding plans definitely had to take a back seat. <laughs> yeah, have you thought about... Um, because your sister's in Queensland still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that would make all of my families in South Australia, but that would make me very nervous about setting a date for a wedding in terms of if there's somehow yeah. some lockdown again. Yes. Yeah. Well, my partner's family um, are all interstate as well, apart from his parents. Um, they're sort of all scattered around the place, and his dad is from the Netherlands. So his entire dad's side of the family is in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, so we probably will have to just go over there and have a separate celebration anyway because his dad's one of nine oh, um, wow. and there's, there's lots of lots of um, relatives over there that I haven't met yet yeah. um, so I guess it's never been possible for us to have everyone there um, so we're kind of uh, at the moment planning a very small wedding <laughs> Yeah, I think some of the, my favourite weddings I've ever been to are those small, really intimate ones, though. So, yeah, um, yeah that sounds amazing. Uh, so- hey, guys, it's Zach Ainsbury here with just a couple of quick reminders. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and the practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury. That is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y for my take on the marketing issues of the day.